0: Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today we're gonna be doing a stock analysis on Realty Income, ticker symbol O. In today's stock analysis, I'm gonna go over Realty Income's last earnings, as well as go over my DCF model and share my valuation, as well as the inputs into that model. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. Thank you so much for watching. Back to your content. Now Realty Income had their last earnings on the 4th of May. They missed by 9 cents on the normalized. Uh, funds from operations and negative six cents on the gap side. The revenue came in at eight hundred and seven million dollars, and they beat by uh, almost 16 billion or sixty million there. On the uh, estimate for next quarter, they look like to have uh, funds from operation of forty three cents a share. Revenue estimates are slightly down with revisions, uh, mostly on the positive side with two negative. So we'll be looking for that in early August. All right, jumping into Realty Income, ticker symbol O's DCF model. Now going straight to the valuation, I have them at $89.61 and $71.40 for the EBITDA multiple. Now let's talk about some of the inputs on how I got to that number. So starting with the growth rate, I have them at 45%, 10%, 9%, 8%, and 7% from 2022 to 2026. The discount rate, I have it 11%. This is what's used for bringing back the free cash flow, or in this case, the funds uh, funds from operations back and discounting those. Now, lastly, I have long-term growth rate at 7%. This uh, is, I think, a pretty good number. While it is high compared to some of the other companies I do valuations on, looking at their past growth record, and um, I think what their capability of growth is. I think that is definitely sustainable for the next 10 to 15 years. On the current Shows, shares outstanding have them at 372, increasing to 595. So quite a high increase there. But again, I'll talk about this a little bit later, but they do, this is how they are financing uh, buying new properties and increasing their revenue growth. So this has been consistent on how they're doing this. Um, so again, growth analyst uh, analyst expectations is 45% for 2022. That's what I have them at in my model. And for 2023, analysts have them at 13.8%. I have them growing at just 10% in 2023. But I think that is more realistic than what, what analysts are at right now. Um, One thing just to remember is REITs, they have a dividend, and the dividends are taxed, uh, in my opinion, unfavorably at ordinary income. It doesn't really matter who you are. Um, If you can get uh, a better, you know, getting long term rates on um, your dividends, then that's better. But with REITs, it's always ordinary income. You can't get around that. The only way you can really get around it and deferring it is putting, um, you know, buying it up in a tax deferred account. Like a um, uh, you know, like a four hundred one k tax deferred. So um, it just depends on what you're doing. If you're doing Roth, again, you you, you know, you're paying the taxes up front. It's tax free moving forward. So um, you know, it's up to you how you wanna how you wanna go about that. Shares outstanding will continue to expand as it's the main revenue um, main main way they're um, raising raising financing money in order to raise their uh, growth through their revenue. Wow, that was a really terrible way to say that. But uh, moving forward into EBITDA, um, EBITDA ratio. So you can see their EBITDA ratio over the last year, it's essentially you know their EBITDA over their revenue. And you can see that that has been rising consistently all the way up to 91.54%. So I think consistently we can say that this will stay on the higher end of this range. They've been able to execute for the last four years over 91%. So I've consist, I've put, i basically projected that out in the next five years and can get them at 71%. On the adjusted funds from operations ratio, again, that's uh, funds from operations over their revenue. Seeing what it looks like, again, that's increased from 60%. Been increasing steadily. If you're looking over the last five years, it's gone from 66 all the way up to 71%. It looks like it's on the rise. So again, as being conservative, I'm keeping that stable through uh, 2026, but you could argue that this could get a little bit higher. But again, this is an excellent looking trend here. Love to see that. Now, on the lastly, on the revenue growth, you had 9%, 7%, 10%, 9%, 12%, 10 and 26%. This 26% is due to a big, bigger um, acquisition slash merger. Um, they bought, um, I forget, I forget who they bought at this point, um, but the point is, is they were able to, to to raise revenue that way, and that's also why you're seeing some big jump here um, in 2022. <clears throat> so the last thing I'll say here is, um, moving forward, I do think these revenue growth rates are realistic based off of what they've been able to execute on in the past. If they have any big or big mergers, you could see this uh, rise but you're probably gonna see a larger increase in the future, um, uh, the shares outstanding, which is probably gonna offset it for the most part. So all that being said, I think they're currently trading around 60, 68 $70 a share, which puts them around $20 undervalued. So, I mean, I do think there is considerable upside with Realty Income. Um, the only concern I do have with this stock is the general market conditions. Um, how is retail going to be doing moving forward? again, all all signs have been against it um, but they do have really great tenants. They have uh, you know top top tier um, properties, top tier tenants and they're relatively diversified. Um, they are one of the best REITs out there in the business. Um, so honestly I do think that they are undervalued based off of this calculation. Um, I do hold them, however, again, just based off of my tax situation. That's not great for me with the dividend situation, but you know, I'll take the money, pay the taxes on it, hoping for some of this capital appreciation. If it does get closer to you know $80, 85 dollars a share, I will probably consider selling because again, take the capital, take the take the long-term capital gains for me at this point. Um, and then just go ahead and stop paying that and reinvest it into another uh, investment. Unless, once it gets to that 80, $85 range, I think this has gone up, then I may, I may hold on to realty income, it just depends. Um, this has been a good investment for me so far. I do wanna just um, be mindful of how rates are going to shift things moving forward. Um, since their main financing is in their shares, I don't think increasing interest rates are gonna affect them too much, um, but we will wanna pay attention to that if it is going to have any uh, negative impact on them. I don't expect it to have too big of an impact on them, but we will wanna pay attention to that, I could be wrong. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing, hit that like button. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Frank, Frank Finance.